0: Welcome back to Paying for Attention, everyone's favorite paid media podcast. I'm Andrew Hollington, director of strategy here at Megathos. And today I'm joined by Keegan Brown. And we're really excited about this topic. We're, today we're talking about Google Ads settings you should always check. So these are things that, um, you know, you're uploading a campaign and Google may default to something and you might want to double check a couple of these things.
1: Yeah, so this is one we typically see when we... Uh... Upload through Google or being ads editor is display select gets automatically checked on. Um, I can't think of one reason why you'd ever show with display select. Um, And I don't even think they call it that anymore. But um, like display option or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it performs well, I would recommend segmenting your search and your display campaign that way you can allocate budget bids ad copy everything by those different channels they're they're completely different it makes no Mm -hmm. sense to run the same and this is similar to the geo settings where when you look at aggregate data like cost per click cost per lead those types of things your data for that search campaign is going to look really good and that's because if you segment by Um, if you segment by channels, what's going to happen is you're going to see that a lot of your clicks are coming from display, much lower cost per click, and it brings down that overall cost per click. As soon as you turn that off, your cost per click for that search campaign is going to skyrocket, but really it's the same as what you were paying before. And
0: you hit hit on it earlier too with the click-through rate, right? Yeah. Display is obviously going to have lower click through rate. You're going to have a million impressions from display and maybe uh, 50,000 from search. Right.
1: And, and in that case, again, with geo two, you're going to see a difference in lead quality, right? So your display campaign, typically we see lower quality leads if they are generating leads. And on the geo uh, side, let's say you're running a search campaign um, and you're showing in India, we know (laughs) 99.9% of the time, india is going to be a lower cost per click you're going to see a higher conversion rate but the lead quality is usually not going to be what you want unless you're specifically wanting to target india so then as soon as you turn off that that targeting or the display select you're going to see things go back to where they should be which is a higher cost per click um, higher click through rates but um, usually a higher cost per lead but then better quality so just something there once you upload through editor, make sure you go in and check those off. If you want to display campaign, create one.
0: Yeah, segment it out. Totally agree there. What's
1: uh, what's your what's the one that frustrates you most?
0: Um, good question. I would say the negative keywords, proactive negative keywords. I it's just something in an audit that I'm like, I can't believe they did that. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's we can always find bad search terms in an. In an audit and it's like hey this campaign's been running for nine months but there's no excuse for when you're launching a brand new campaign you know when you're doing your keyword research add that extra step of Mm -hmm. researching run that keyword through Google see what uh, other relevant searches are similar searches similar companies are there is there another company that has a very similar brand name as your client you're gonna get bad brand clicks that way right so These are all things you should consider right up front in the initial campaign launch and just proactively negate every little thing that you could potentially see as causing uh, bad clicks, clicks that are going to give you poor user experience, bring down your quality score, just waste money for the client. It's just not, uh, it's it's really easy to do up front and uh, there's no real excuse not to, right?
1: Or, or things like uh, with e-commerce, we said a lot of like customer service yep. phone number, shipping and returning. Right, those things are not good to have, and those are the easiest ones to kind of negate right out of the right out of the launch of a campaign. That's what you should be doing in your keyword research, as you pointed out.
0: That's yeah. a really good point. Check your client's website. Do they have a, a blog? Do you want to send traffic there? Probably probably not, unless you're running an awareness top of funnel campaign. But negate blog, negate articles. Um, those are very easy. Do they have a client portal where clients can log mm-hmm. in and make their payments? Negate payment, uh, login, <laughs> log portal, uh, right? Those are just, they seem so obvious, but we just see so many times clients wasting. There was a local software company that was yeah. spending thousands of dollars on login and we were just like wow and we pointed it out to the client and they were they were not pleased with that so
1: it's funny is we both did that audit at two separate companies yep years ago and we mm-hmm. both told them that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah crazy
0: uh, another one i i wanted to touch on quickly is bidding strategies just be it's it's one to be cogniz- cognizant of if you're not putting thought into a bidding strategy up front why? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and and the thing to be cognizant of there is Google's pushing us to smart bidding strategies. That's great. It's they do work pretty well if you have the data. Um, I'm, I'm not I'm not fully against those. Right. But if you start a campaign with maximized conversions as the uh, bidding strategy, you google doesn't have enough data right it's it's going to take some time to learn you could spend two three hundred dollars when your cpa is 20. um your goal cpa is 20 without getting a conversion because google doesn't know what Good clicks are bad clicks are yet because there's no historical conversion data right so if you're starting if you're launching a new service a new campaign i would not recommend starting with maximized conversions or something conversion based like target cpa Um, definitely start either manual or maximize clicks Um, you know something that you have control of over bids Uh, honestly manual is probably the best do some keyword research see what the see what the historical cpcs are start with a I typically like to start conservative and, and see see what I get right up front if I'm not in a rush to get data and, and start from there so that I'm not wasting a ton of money up front. What do you think about kind of bidding strategies up front?
1: Yeah, I think that's smart, you know, especially as Google loosens up uh, match types. What we see again, you know, you spoke to proactive negative keywords. And I think, of course, you need to do that. But we can't think of everything, right? So especially if you're using broad or phrase match keywords, but now even exact match, if you start off a campaign with, uh, you know, maximize conversions, you might be spending a lot of money on searches you do not want to spend on. Um, So I'd be very careful if you are going to use a a uh, automated bidding strategy right out of the gate, um, limiting it to you know, a handful of keywords, maybe exact match, a lot of negative keywords. um, And and really watching it up close, you know, for the first few days, at least. Um, That's the only way I'm going to start a campaign uh, with an automated bidding strategy. And one that I uh, you didn't mention, but I would highly recommend not doing a, a maximize conversions or maximize clicks is a brand campaign. Brand campaigns are important. But almost always what we see with Um, automated bidding strategies on brand campaigns is you're just paying twice as much for a click, you're getting the same results in terms of conversion rate, sales and all that. So really, your return ad spend is actually half or your cost per lead is going to be double. So definitely something there I would stay away from on brand. And if you're going to use automated bidding strategies, limit yourself, be smart, use manual where you have uh, uh, more potential for bad search queries, or Lower performance based on top or bottom of keywords, um, match types, those types of things.
0: What are your? I'm gonna throw a uh, a loop in here. What are what are your thoughts on if a client says, "I have unlimited budget, mm-hmm. I want to go after, I want to dominate this search for this group of keywords or my brand." What are your thoughts on target impression share? Is that a is that a <laughs> decent place to start if a client has unlimited budget?
1: I would say almost no client actually has unlimited <laughs> budget. So I would, I would uh, question them there because we do hear that. Yeah, I feel like every six months we have a client or two of the last decade that's been like, oh, I, I have an unlimited budget. We'll spend as much as we can on these keywords. I don't know. Um, we always try to say, hey, these are the risks of doing that. You're going to pay a very high cost per click. You might not perform as well as you're expecting. I think you're underestimating the the cost that this is going to have uh, to your campaigns. Once we go through all of that, and they say, "I don't care," let's just say I have a hundred grand to spend uh, on this. Um, okay, looking at it, target impression share, not a bad idea. Um, you, especially if the client is urgent with it, you know. I would still rather start manual CPC build up and then you know measure every couple of days, look at uh, top impression share and absolute top impression share. Yeah. But if they're you know really adamant about being top position for a handful of keywords, um, target impression share is not a bad one. I've seen it work decently well in terms of getting that target impression share. It's those conversion rates and and goals that the client's really looking at. So at the end of the day, if we say, "Hey, we had two hundred thousand impressions," in you know, and you were almost at the top every single time, is that really what the client wants, or do they want those leads or sales?
0: Exactly. That's what I was going to add to that. Is do they do they really want to dominate the search, or do they kind of have a uh, a goal in the back of their mind even if they say you know i don't care if i pay a thousand for a lead if it's a good lead mm-hmm. they they probably have a, a kpi that you know that you should hone in on and a goal of dominating a, uh, a impression share for any given search is probably not the greatest goal and you should probably work with that client on what's the true goal here? Um, you know, we can maximize that search. There's a lot of competition. Uh, here's what we recommend, right? Um, here's, here's how I recommend lowering CPC by uh, making the landing page more relevant or, or something like that, right, instead. Um, yeah. But hey, I I think we've uh, taken a good chunk of time. We have a ton more. I think we should probably do a part two of this one if if you're down. Yeah, I, it's one of my favorite topics because we see a lot, we we audit a lot of accounts honestly, and it's it's like like you said it gets frustrating when you see these things over and over and over and we're telling clients this over and over and over and if they're you know an owner they're highly invested in their brand they're going to have an emotional reaction to this Mm -hmm. so it's an easy way to lose clients right it's and these are simple things and in most cases a couple check boxes a couple 15 minutes of extra research here and there right so um i enjoyed this let's let's pick it back up for a part two
1: awesome thanks andrew
0: all right, see you guys next time on Ping for Attention. Mute me.